You're listening to episode number 16 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. Today, it's just you and me, and we're doing one of my favorite things, a Q&A. I'll admit it, this show in general is partially a selfish endeavor. I just love having an excuse to sit down with awesome guests that I normally wouldn't get to talk to and pick their brains as if we're just two friends grabbing coffee. It's seriously awesome. And obviously, I hope that you have the same questions and interests as I do, but you never know, right? So today, I want to make absolutely sure that I'm answering the questions that you care about. I put up a few question boxes on my Instagram story this week. Love that feature. And I asked you guys for your business, fitness slash wellness and personal questions. And boy, did we get some good ones. So I'm going to go ahead and split those topics into three different episodes. And today we're going to focus on a specific genre of question that I get a lot. And that's confidence, body image, and I guess just balance with pursuing health and fitness in general. And oh man, I have a lot of experience, a lot of stories. I've had a lot of struggle around this stuff. So I'm excited to dive in. And I'm not just excited because I have a lot to ramble on about. And I do love good ramble. But I'm more excited that I have a platform to speak about these issues on. So, so many women experience them. So if you struggle with these things, confidence, body image, self-love, all of that stuff, you are not alone, my friend, not even a little bit. So yeah, this is important and I'm so glad we're doing this. Let's get started. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. What's up, guys? Marie here. If you know me, you know that educating and empowering women is like my thing. It's why I do what I do. And as you probably know, one of the big ways I carry out that mission is through fitness. I'm a huge believer that the foundation of self-development is having a healthy body and mind. So that's why I want to send you your very own copy of my free workout guide. It has an entire week of my favorite workouts. I'll break down each one step-by-step with sets, reps, and even cues to make sure that you're using proper form. So if you're ready to get stronger, feel more confident in the gym, and transform your physique, head on over to mariewold.com slash free guide and grab a copy. Again, that's M-A-R-I-E-W-O-L-D.com slash free guide. I know that you're going to love it. Now let's get into today's episode. All right. Question number one, I'm going to go ahead and kind of meld together two different questions that were different, but also the same at the root of them. And that is, how do you practice self-love and stay confident in your body when it's changing, whether that's due to health issues or a more intentional phase of fat loss or muscle gain? And this is a really good question and something that doesn't get talked about enough in the fitness industry. I think people are so focused on 
the physiological, the biological piece of things as far as what should my macros be? How much cardio should I do? All of that stuff. And we're also always seeing these Transformation Tuesday posts where the person shown is getting leaner and overall smaller. And we almost never see transformations where the person is becoming bigger, right? So we're just conditioned to think that the only way we can make progress and get better is by getting smaller. And that's obviously not the case. Some people gain weight for health reasons like myself. Some people gain weight because they have a goal of building muscle and weight gain naturally is a part of that process. And especially for women, embracing that is really, really hard. And I think the number one way that we can stay confident and own our body, no matter what it looks like, no matter what size it is, is to get super clear about your why. Why are you gaining weight? Is it so that you can regain your health? And remember that health can be mental or physical. Is it to challenge yourself and build muscle so that you can be stronger and look a certain way in the long run? What is the root reason why the weight gain is happening? And intentional weight gain is almost always about the long game. We get uncomfortable in the short term so that we can be in a better place in the long term. So with things like that, it becomes really, really important to nail down your why and keep that at the front of your mind whenever those doubts creep in. Because when you're playing the long game, those doubts will inevitably happen. They will happen all the time and you will need to remember your why and having a deep rooted clear why is going to save you. And the reason why I say that, why your why shouldn't be surface level, for example, like I want to look hot. <laughs> that's that's a very superficial surface level external why. You need to get to the root of it. So for example, my why for my current health journey and the reason why I'm putting my appearance slash weight slash body fat as lower importance is because how I can show up for the world is my number one priority, not my weight, not my appearance. And Here's here's the thing. I cannot and will never be able to show up as my highest, most vibrant, most energetic self if I don't address underlying health problems. And that process of healing my body does require me to be at a body fat level that I'm not super comfortable with. My clothes don't fit great. I don't feel my most confident externally at this size. But the thought of living the rest of my life feeling terrible and not being able to show up 100% in the world is way worse and way scarier and way more uncomfortable. The thought of that is way more uncomfortable than having to wear a bigger size of clothing in the short run. You know what I mean? So knowing your why is going to be really, really important here. And another important thing to remember, whether your weight gain is on purpose or accidental or out of your control, is that you are not your body. And just taking it one step further, your appearance in general shouldn't be your main source of confidence. The way you look has nothing to do with what kind of person you are, how intelligent you are, how kind, caring, resourceful, or just otherwise amazing you are. So if you struggle with body image and self-love, I strongly encourage you to start finding non-physical things that you love or at least like about yourself and then also work on finding those physical things that you love about yourself. It could be, I like the mole on my left cheek or something like that. Just start where you can. And it might be really hard at first if this is something that has been an ongoing struggle for you, but that just means that this is extra important for you to practice, right? So in summary for question number one, 
One, get super clear on your true why. And number two, draw confidence and love from who you are as a human, not who you are as a body. Now, question number two, I love this one. What are three things that you appreciate about your body that you wouldn't have appreciated two years ago? And this one's great because it really got me thinking about how much my mindset and relationship with myself has changed over the past couple of years. And let me tell you, those changes are massive. So just for some background, if you don't necessarily know where I came from, This time two years ago, I was still living in Minnesota where I grew up. I hadn't even moved to California yet where I lived last year. And I was getting ready for the bodybuilding.com spokesmodel search. And the spokesmodel search marked my third extensive dieting phase in just 18 months. And so previous to the spokesmodel search, I had done two bikini preps within basically a year of each other. And that is a lot for your body to handle. To be dieting like two-thirds to three-fourths of that time, that's a lot. So my body really wasn't responding to the plan that I was on, whereas in the past, that plan would have been extremely effective and actually pretty aggressive, too aggressive, and my body still wasn't responding because it was so done. And with the mindset and relationship that I had with my body back then, I was honestly just like frustrated and angry that things weren't moving in the right direction. Fat loss wise, I was so stressed about how I was going to look for the spokesmodel search. And looking back now, I can see that my body was doing the absolute best it could to keep my systems healthy and trying to lose fat was the last thing I should have been doing. But I had this seemingly great opportunity in front of me and I decided to push anyway. So that's where I was two years ago. And three things that I appreciate about my body now that I couldn't recognize back then are number one, my body is always on my side and it's always doing its best with the circumstances I've put it in right? So my body was doing its absolute best at that point in time. And it was actually trying to save me from myself. Number two, my body is not a machine. And it's actually this beautiful yet fragile system of checks and balances that can easily be screwed up if it's mistreated. And I truly mean that I appreciate that about my body because now I appreciate the intricacy and the design of the human body. The more I learn about it, the more I embrace its vulnerability, the more I'm in awe of everything that it can do and how well it can run if you treat it right. And then number three would have to be that I now appreciate my body more for what it does for me instead of just what it looks like. I'm so grateful to be able-bodied and capable of traveling, walking my dog, working out, even hugging the people that I love. Those are all such gifts and my body allows me to experience them all. So to kind of wrap all those three together, I just have a way greater respect and understanding for everything my body does for me and allows me to experience. It's so incredible. And I'm honestly extremely fortunate to have learned these lessons sooner rather than later because I would hate to have lived the rest of my life with just like a surface level relationship with my body, you know? Moving on to question number three, we are flying. What is your advice on staying healthy without getting obsessive? And 
Let's just establish that I have been down the slippery slope of health obsession. I have been that person who was afraid to go out to eat because I didn't know if they used too much oil or the wrong kind of oil or if they used bad ingredients, quote unquote bad ingredients. I have been the person who micromanaged family dinners and made it annoying for everyone else because I was anxious about not having control over my food. I have been the person who looked down on others for not eating healthy. It was this weird superiority complex of being like holier than thou just because I obsessively chose healthy food all the time. And I'm not going to self-diagnose myself, but I did display a lot of orthorexic tendencies and behaviors back in the day. A lot of them, I do fit the bill for that particular, it's considered an eating disorder. And we're talking like five to seven years ago. So just to paint a picture for you guys, I know what it feels like to be super obsessive about trying to be healthy and be fit and look a certain way and eat a certain way. And it's not a good time for anyone. But now I also know what it's like to care about being healthy and care about being fit without it being my entire life and consuming every thought. And it feels so, so good. So now I know what it feels like to have a healthy and balanced lifestyle instead of making my quest for health and fitness and appearance and all that my entire life, right? So here are some questions that you can ask yourself to see where you fall on that spectrum of obsessive versus balanced. Is my relationship with food and my body causing me stress or making me more grounded? When I think of health, does it make me feel anxious in any way? Do I ever beat myself up for not being healthy enough or not eating the right thing? Am I approaching wellness from a place of self-love and peace with myself or from a place of punishment and self-loathing? So I think the most important thing you can do when trying to get healthy or stay healthy is to check in with yourself and ask those questions often and answer them honestly, not with a bias. Because like I said, it can be a slippery slope. And before you know it, you are being obsessive. You are being unhealthy about being healthy. And as far as like general guidelines or ways that you can approach health and fitness goals in a healthy way, I would say number one, create goals and do things from a place of love for yourself. Because trying to motivate yourself and keep yourself on track from a place of hatred or punishment is never going to feel good. It's never going to bring you happiness. Remember, you can't hate yourself happy. You can't hate yourself confident. And you can't hate yourself healthy. So everything needs to be coming from a place of love and wanting to be your best self. Number two, constantly edit your life so that you're doing more things that bring you peace and less things that stress you out. Remember, health and fitness should make your life better and more fun and more enjoyable, not be this huge burden rain cloud hanging over everything. And then number three is the most important one, I think, is find a middle ground, find a happy medium. Like, let's be real, you will probably never look like a fitness model, an Instagram model, or any other kind of model as long as you're living a balanced, full life. Like, if you dedicated your entire day to how you eat, working out, managing stress, like self care, just taking care of your appearance and your health for the entire day, and if you also happen to have the bone structure and genetics of a model, Maybe you'll look like a model, but would you really be willing to give up all the things in your life right now, like your career, family time, social life, and hobbies to look a certain way? 
I would, I would hope not. So when you're setting goals and expectations for yourself, find a happy medium, set goals that allow you to still live life and also set goals that make sense for your body. So for example, I will probably never, ever be below 130 pounds again, or even maybe 140, as long as I have A, a life, and B, carry any amount of muscle mass or body fat. So it would be crazy for me to make that a goal of mine. I would literally drive myself insane trying to reach it, and I wouldn't enjoy that process at all. So basically, we need to set goals that we can enjoy pursuing If you hate the entire process and you have to sacrifice everything to get to your goal, then it definitely won't fulfill you at the end. You won't get to the end goal and be like, wow, I finally made it. I can finally be happy. I can finally be confident. I can finally live my life, wear those shorts, whatever it might be, because you just hated the entire process there. So why do you think when you cross that arbitrary finish line, you'll all of a sudden be happy, like snap your finger, flip a switch, you'll be happy then. It doesn't work that way. So you have to find goals and find expectations that you will enjoy pursuing and that are realistic for your life, for your body, for your genetics, for just you individually as a person. (sighs) Okay, that was a lot to process. We're just going to answer three questions today because I feel like that really summed up what I wanted to get across today. And I'm so glad that we had this little chat. And in case you haven't noticed, (laughs) I get a little fired up. This is absolutely the stuff that I love to talk about and give my own experience and two cents on. So huge thank you to everyone that submitted questions related to these topics. I think we're going to wrap this episode up here. And then next time we have a solo show, I will talk about either more practical fitness stuff or my personal life or business stuff. I have all those questions just saved for later. So stay tuned for that. And before I go, I want to leave you with one last thing just to think about a quote that kind of summarizes everything that we just talked about. And it's by S. McNutt. And it goes like this. Fall in love with taking care of yourself. Fall in love with the path of deep healing. Fall in love with becoming the best version of yourself, but with patience, with compassion and respect for your own journey. I love that one. I don't want to say goodbye yet, but this is goodbye, my friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast today. I'm super happy that we are able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it, whether it's texting it to your friend, linking it on Twitter, or posting a screenshot on your Instagram story. It is all super appreciated. And please leave a show review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of this show is for you so your feedback matters plus it would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women everywhere to become their very best selves thank you again for listening and supporting the show and until next time don't forget to grind to be grateful my friends